Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King one uh, catapult, catapult, catapult at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm a catapulter. Shut up. I'm Norman Mitchell. This podcast is canceled. Um, so today, catapult. I know it's a caterpillar. Um, today we're talking about Minute One Twenty Three. Which starts with uh, the soldiers um, going up some stairs, uh, and it ends with Gothmog looking up into the sky as something. I wonder what's going to happen. Barrels towards him. I'm so mad that that's not. Yeah, I'm mad that it's split up. That got split up. The moment the moment loses its impact. Well, I mean, actually, it keeps its impact, but that whatever. The- Haha, ha, puns. puns. Uh, but yeah. There are um, so many catapults in this minute. And trebuchets. trebuchets. Yeah, sorry. What's the difference? A catapult is a like self-contained thing. So it's wound up. There's tension in the way that it's built. You release the tension. It throws a thing. Yeah. That's a catapult. A trebuchet is done with a counterweight. Oh, a catapult isn't. Okay. So a trebuchet has, like, the the wooden boxes are a counterweight, and they are held in place higher up the way that it's, like, set up, so that when you release the end where you're trying to throw something from, the counterweight drops and pulls and throws the thing. Okay. Huh. Yeah, that's the difference between a trebuchet and a catapult. Trebuchets can be considerably more powerful, uh, at least that is my understanding. Because with a, with a, like, it's just the pure physics of it. With the counterweight, you can generate a lot more, like, uh, velocity on the other end of your your lever than you can doing the tension. Huh. Yeah, it's just, um, I know we were super excited to get to the action, but, like, I rarely have things to talk about when there's action. Right? You just kind of want to get here? Yeah. I mean, whatever. There's a really, really well-trained horse going up those stairs right at the beginning of this minute. Yes. Go Shadowfax. Show them the meaning of grace. (laughs) He's right up those stairs. Prance is all nice. I like the way um, Gandalf um, commands the army. It's very poetic. Was he sending these beasts into the abyss? Send these foul creatures back to the abyss. Back to the abyss. Yeah, so I actually have some notes about the trebuchets. Okay. So the trebuchets, they built two different scale miniatures for them. Are the trebuchets the ones that Gondor has? Yes. Okay. They built a 72nd scale and a 14th scale miniature for the trebuchets. Uh, they don't say how tall they were, but uh, I'm guessing pretty pretty tall for the 14th scale one. Mm. Yeah. The 72nd scale, of course, matches the 72nd scale Minas Tirith miniature. Which we know was enormous. Right. So, the 14th scale trebuchet miniature must be... Huge. Very big. (laughs) And I wonder if Weta played around with them. 
I launching hope so. stuff at each other. Oh my god, like paper clips and stuff. Well, not, yeah. maybe not paper clips, but like no, like small rocks, <laughs> bits of foam. Just wear wear goggles. Right, they're just like hugging. Wear your hu- safety goggles. Hugging big pieces of like the the foam set, just carving out little rocks to throw the fourteen <laughs> scale trebuchets. Maybe even with the 70-second scale ones. Who knows? I really like these shots of the miniature, the Minas Tirith miniature. Yeah, we with all the trebuchets going off. Yeah. It's cool. So they also talk about how they originally were planning to have the rocks the trebuchets throw be even larger, like house-sized. Wow. They wound up, they wound up kind of small car-sized. I mean, that's still in very intimidating. Right, because the, the catapults are throwing stuff. Three, four times the size of a bowling ball. Yeah. And the trebuchet is just like, all right, then. Have at thee. <laughs> you keep making rubble for us to throw at you. Yeah, they're just they're just throwing. I have questions about the logistics of this. Yes. Actually. Yeah. How do they? Um, so that one move very quickly Two, how are they moving this stuff into to throw with the trebuchet? Unless they've just been stockpiling like ruins. Just in case. I don't know how much ruins there really is in Minas Tirith. I don't... Maybe... Maybe, um... Every so often they go, like, ruin shopping in Osgiliath. <laughs> they just drag it back. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's where some of the some of it is from. Not terribly aerodynamic, these things they're throwing. No. And yet, they they're hitting the their marks done. really well. But yeah, so uh, whoever's manning these trebuchets, good shot on you. We get to see a siege tower get splintered. Yeah. And I, I do really like that the, we get kind of this, he's one of the least orcish looking orcs in anywhere. Where? He has like a much more, he has kind of a chimpish face and he looks really worried behind him. And then Gothmog is just like, stay Stay where where you are. are. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Let me see. Oh yeah, that guy. He doesn't have a whole lot of features on his face. It's very plain. He almost looks like a chimpanzee that's had the sides of his face shaved. (laughs) Maybe it's like one of those proto-orc masks. Yeah, I mean, you can see some other orcs that look kind of funny among all this. Right to that guy's right, there's a really exaggerated orc. Yeah. So I, I'm sure it's just like with the, the march out of out of Minas Morgul that there's just this... They had all these other masks that they needed to use because they had all these extras. Right. I mean, that was when they still had those masks. And then they reshot and added some new guys into some more footage, but they might have just had a mix of guys for this stuff. Because there's a lot of extras going on in this scene. I love Pippin, like, running, trying to keep up with everybody in his little helmet. Right, which he immediately discards. I don't think we actually even see a shot of him taking that helmet off. I just think the next time we see him, it's gone. Yeah, whatever. I feel like, um, this, uh, this tumbling, uh, piece of, of, of rock that we get like 30 seconds into the minute. Yeah. Um, there's like moss and stuff on it. So I think that it is just like pieces of Osgiliath. Yeah. <laughs> just old pieces of, of um, Gondor. Because doesn't it look different than the the? Yeah, it's not white. City? Yeah. I mean, it is kind of, but it's not exact. It's much older. So yeah. they must have just been stockpiling these for a long time. Right. And then this rock just... Hits the ground flat, right? It doesn't even tumble. It just thump. Which, uh, I'm not buying that either. (laughs) Just, that should have just kept going. The CG 
whatever. Yeah. Like, a lot of these boulders that get thrown by the trebuchets, a lot of these ruins just go up and then down. That one rolled. Some of them just stop. Well, it's harder to, like... It's harder to animate all that, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's breaking my immersion. Whatever. I feel like watching it minute by minute is breaking my immersion more than anything else. Yeah, and then the way this minute <laughs> ends, I'm just like, oh, come on. Yeah, it's like your favorite moment, right? It's my One favorite of your moment. Favorite it's like my favorite moment with any orc. Period. Is it your favorite moment in this movie? No, no, no. Your favorite moment in this movie is stayed in speech. Well, death, yeah. Death, death, death. <laughs> okay. Death. And a red dawn. Yeah, the, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thayden's ends the best. But this is close. I like asked the question and then I was like, wait, I know the answer to this but already. <laughs> I, as I've said, I think that this is just so awesome. Yes. Because It only took us, you know, over half the movie to get there. I know. Uh, <laughs> I've been ready. I've been ready to to see this for so long, but yeah, because I I just think it's I like Gothmog in in all this stuff around the battle because it begins with him saying that the city is rank with fear, and then he proceeds to show absolutely zero fear for the rest of this battle. Yeah, and I just think that that's cool. That that's just a thing that they chose I to do. I get it. Do. He's a badass. Whatever. Yeah, I just think it's cool. Yeah. Meanwhile, all the orcs around him are, like, kind of panicky, but they also don't want to disobey him. Right. Stay where you are. Which is also, like, I think it's interesting that all the other orcs are, like, afraid of Gothmog. What happened to his warg? It just, just, just walked, like, Brago just walked away. They get done. Had some things to do. It's got, it's got doggy business to I do. I feel like that's why they're scared of him. Because of the warg? Yeah. Right, because I mean, he that can't get could... down. He can't get down off of it by himself very well. He's got his own. He's got his own troubles, and yet everyone is afraid of him. And I think that's awesome. <laughs> Just like no one wants to mess with him. Well, I feel like he's proved himself. He's got one usable arm, one good leg, and no orc wants to tussle with him. Nope. They're just like, no, we're good. We are all right. Personally, that's just cool to me. That's funny. Speaking of uh, taking half the movie to get to a thing, um, so I know it's really bad timing considering all of the stuff that's going on um, in the world right now and like people having to stay home and everything, but uh, the disc break is rapidly approaching and at the end of this week, I think we're just going to take <laughs> some time off because yeah. we had always planned on taking time off and it just sucks that it is coinciding with everyone like scrambling for media to consume because they're stuck at home right um <laughs> but uh hopefully this just gives us a good opportunity to get a nice buffer yeah in the, in the meantime we gotta stockpile our ruins of Osgiliath. so right. we, gotta, we gotta prepare the trebuchets <laughs> to return fire with some more media for right you to consume. <laughs> So that we can send you back into the abyss. Yes. So we will be um, pausing our coverage of Return of the King um, this upcoming Friday. Um, and we will res be resuming um, the first week of May, hopefully. Maybe a little earlier. I'm not sure. But we're gunning for the first week of May. Um, I don't know if we had anything else. Probably cover it tomorrow because there's more stuff going on. Yeah, uh, because this is almost entirely just this 
I mean, this minute is just, just the volleys. volleys back and forth. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's really not a lot going on here. Well, um, in the eventuality that you are looking for more podcasts to consume, uh, if you are stuck at home, um, you can check out some of the other dueling genre movies by minute podcasts. Um, if you haven't already, there is a backlog of a lot of hours of content to yeah. keep you happy. Yeah, there is. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for sticking with us and listening, and we'll be back tomorrow to talk about Minute 124. Bye. Bye.